I'm Janet. And I'm Amber. And this is Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine. We sit down and chat about what's happening in The Bachelor, our lives, entertainment, and so much more. Over a glass of wine, a bottle of wine, sometimes even a couple bottles of wine. Thank you so much for joining us. Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine. Join in on Facebook at facebook.com slash two girls and a bottle of wine. Don't miss us. <laughs> Hello, I'm Janet. And I'm Ashley. And we are two, two girls, girls and a bottle, bottle of wine. wine. Because men like boobs. And girls like wine. And this is Amber. Hello. We should maybe stop and like try and create an intro that includes all three of us. But when we do... It would only like... It would only... Require two additional lines. Well, but when no. we just did the YouTube video upstairs, we did it with all three of us. We said, I'm Janet, Amber, and Ashley, and this is Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine. So maybe we should do that. Let's yeah. try that again. Okay. Hi, I'm Janet. I'm Ashley. And I'm Amber. And we are Two, two Girls and a Bottle of wine. wine. Because men like boobs. And girls like wine. That works. Yeah. Okay. But you can say the boys like <sighs> boobs with me. Boy, oh, boys like boobs. That I was like, or wait, men what? like boobs. Sorry, you. <laughs> Whoa. Um. So a Freudian slip. This is a special Sunday episode of the podcast because we recorded a YouTube video and had a, a business meeting. We did. Yeah, it makes it sound so professional. Um, and we're not going to talk really bachelorette stuff or bachelor stuff. I have friends that have tried to listen to the podcast, and they're like, I don't listen, watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette. And I'm like, oh, so? well, then you should maybe listen another time. <laughs> and this is that time. Just listen for, like, the first 20 minutes, maybe. Right. Yeah. Let's start with our wine on a dime. Ooh, okay. So, in light of doing Ashley's makeup today for our YouTube video... We decided that we would be drinking this glorious bottle of wine that you'll have to go to our Instagram page to take a look at because it has a face on it with some silver and like glitterish lips on there. And I'm going to butcher the name of this, but it is a white wine called Honoro Vera. Um, it's a 2017 white wine and um, it's a ru- Ruda. Is it, did I already say ru- Ruetta. Ruetta. Um, and it's $8.99, so it's definitely under the $10. It's got very light flavor, a little bit dry, and um, a little bit more acidic. For me, I felt like it tasted a lot like an apple or a pear juice. No. Yeah, Ashley thought it tasted like grape juice. It's a little dry for it me. It is a little dry. I do agree with that. So it's not obviously my favorite since I'm not a huge white wine drinker, but it's not horrible. I'm not a big fan of it. But I, I wouldn't buy it wine. again. Yeah. But the bottle is beautiful. Yeah. We might save it as decor. Yes, because it is gorgeous. It is. And I've actually been finding that. I feel like the better looking the wine label, the, the, worse, the worse the, the wine, wine tastes. They use the money for the label. Don't judge yeah. a book by its cover. Like, I might actually have to try and, like, search out this one wine, but I have bought it in, like, three different versions because I'm an idiot. But the wine label gets me every time. And I drink it, and it's, like, Drinking tar. Ew. <laughs> it's just it disgusting. Thick? Yeah. It's just, it's thick is and it acidic. A it's a red wine. Oh, weird. Yeah. What, is this, what is this one rated on? Uh, so it is Vino? a 3.6, but there's only like 550 rates. So are you going to rate it? I am. A one. Okay. A one. Ooh, I don't think it's that bad though. I do. I mean, a one? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. think it's one worthy? Yeah. 
I guess I'll just drink her five is not going to be my five. But we can we can agree on a one. So do we want to like trash this one and go to a different wine? No, no, we're no, we're still going to drink it. I mean, that would be alcohol abuse, Ashley. Right. I I mean, (laughs) wow, Ashley, throw it to the back of your throat like a shot. I was going to say something so we, else. We but don't Janet recommend gets, this wine. Yeah, no. No, but the, the bottle is pretty. Mm-hmm. Again, I've said that five times Ugh. now. Yeah. So, it is. It's the kind of wine, though, that I have to, like, hold my nose from the inside to drink. Yes. <laughs> hold it from the inside. How There's do you hold your nose from in the there. inside? You just, like, like how you hold your breath when you're... Oh, um, you just don't breathe through your nose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like when you're swimming. Yes, you just don't breathe through your nose. Yeah, I feel like it's intentional, though. Like, yeah, you just stop breathing through your nose. Okay. <laughs> I think I got a title of the podcast. <laughs> Am I wrong, Amber? No, you're not. Okay. <laughs> oh, goodness. So we are um, Sunday fun day in it together. Yeah. You guys started your day with baseball. We did. Because your husband's, uh, you always. call him a husband. Play baseball together, and then you headed on over here with your chicken McNuggets. Yeah, dang it! <laughs> Thanks to Hannah Beam, you know. Yes, like it's it's. I constantly think about it. Like as soon as Ashley's like, we're waiting at McDonald's drive thru I was like, what? <laughs> chicken nuggies? Right? <laughs> I'm twelve. Oh. Anyway, so um, well, we're since- like the three bears. We have a Google Doc up. This is where we put our notes and topics that we want to talk about. Who the heck put that? You made me put that in there. Oh, why? So I don't remember the conversation, but it was when we were driving back from the wine festival. Oh, oh yeah. I was a little tipsy then. Yeah. And you were like, you put this in the Google Doc right now. And I was like, okay. Why did we? we- so we were like the three bears, but I think it had something to do with like the way that we drank wine or the way that we liked wine or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, because Janet's like really sweet and That's Amber's right. like really dry, and then I can kind of go either way, but I can't go as sweet as Janet. Yeah. So, got it. We're like the porridge. Yeah. In the three bears. <laughs> well, we aren't like the porridge, are we? Yeah, because I and the I'm, chairs and the bed. And it was all. It was yeah, everything. Oh, okay. Really hard. In the middle, really soft. Okay. Mm. Really sweet. In the middle. Really dry. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going to go the opposite of really sweet to what <laughs> I was going gross. to be. <laughs> She's not talking about demeanor. She's talking about, about wine. wine. Okay. Now, I was like, I pulled up the Google Doc yeah. earlier today and I was like, what is what? Both of these uh, comments actually are about we're on the way back from the Manitou uh, Wine Festival. Yeah, that second one was from you, right? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it could only be for me. My The second quote is, my boobs have been on Snapchat more than I care to admit during Oktoberfest. Yeah, what's that all about? So I think that we were trying to take Snapchats or something, and I don't know. Somehow, I think we got on the subject of me taking pictures of, I don't know. Regan took pictures of my boobs a few times during Oktoberfest. I'm not saying I didn't do it either, but things happen at Oktoberfest. It's like Vegas. Mm. Well, things just happen when you drink, like the wine festival. Yeah, but drinking in Oktoberfest is literally like nothing else ever. Nick needs to come in and talk about it because it's not always the greatest to have me talk about it since I'm so used to it. But Nick is like, it's completely different than anything I've ever been to. And so it's just a whole other level. 
And so why is yeah. that? Is it because you're drinking all day? It is, but there's an atmosphere. There's an atmosphere and an attitude that comes not like a bad attitude, but it's just um, like all like social, social, like, yeah, it's this social camaraderie, like this group. I don't know, like everybody is in it together and you're just exploring this time and experience. It's great. I wouldn't survive. Because, like, you've told me stories about how long you drink, and and I would be, like, at 6 o'clock, I'd be, like, I'm ready for food in bed. Yeah. Saturday is probably the worst day, but, see, I'm getting so excited. we got to stop talking. (laughs) It's coming up in a whole three months. Um, Yeah, we're already planning. Nice. That's good. That's (laughs) good. I'm so excited. Uh, And along the lines of drinking, and to go along with this month, um, so if you don't know, this month is Pride Month. Um, and Taylor so, Swift made it very well known. Did she? Yeah. I love. Oh, do you not follow her on Instagram? I do, but I don't see her stuff as much. Well, Hannah also appeared with her and mm-hmm. some stuff. Oh, I did see that. She went to her concert, but yep. Taylor has been all about it. Her outfits and her music. Oh, you're gonna. Oh, yeah. Are you gonna? Oh, okay. Um, I I kind of love it. I love that everything is you know showing the support um, that. LGBTQ community hasn't had before, so I'm kind of liking this. I got some discounts and stuff yesterday because people are trying to get their like pride stuff out there. Um, I got a great coffee mug. Okay. That um, it's Shocking. one of those heat. I know, right? It's one of those heat activated <laughs> mugs, and it was actually suggested to okay. me by like the person that was selling it to me. And uh, she, it's a mug that has <clears throat> closets on it, okay, like closed doors that are dark. And then there's, like, balloons of, like, same-sex couples and stuff like that and some other quality symbols. But then when you put hot coffee or hot water in it, as it heats up, the closets open and gays come out. So there's, like, gay actors and stuff like that that are hiding in the closet. Right. It's great. It's hilarious. I thought it was way funnier than either You need to bring it in. Okay. Yeah, I'm I feel like it's something you have to see. When will you get it in the mail? I already have it. It's at home. Oh. I'll bring it in Wednesday. Okay, fantastic. She, she bought it at a brick and mortar store. I I bought it at uh, Fuego? F-U-E-G-O? Yes, yeah, where mean, is it located? So this was in the Flatirons Mall, but they have like a lot of like really cute little like knick-knack stuff and like... I've been there. It's a really cute boutique-ish kind of store. I loved Got it. it. It's great. I bought unicorn stuff there too. Shocking. Right? I know. Real shocker. I do, before we continue with this, I do have to, you have the glitter sunscreen that you let me yeah. wear at the wine festival. Mm-hmm. So I found a shimmer sunscreen from Coppertone. So it's like half the price. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, I wonder if it doesn't feel, because I love my unicorn snot, which is what the sunscreen is called. But it's a little but gritty. It's, yeah. I don't like the gritty feeling. I'll let you feel my Coppertone after okay. the podcast <laughs> if you want. I was really glad I didn't have Why to put sunscreen on. Today, because I didn't want to have to get the gritty feeling. It's more of a shimmer. I'm okay with that. I love it. Yeah. So, anyways, I got off on a little tangent there. Um, Ashley found an article about Taste the Rainbow, 12 Pride Beers that Support the LGBTQ Causes. So, take it away, Ashley. Oh, sure. So, I was (laughs) just... There's this um, website. I think it's called Vine, Vine Pear. Yeah, it shows up on my Apple News all the time because they have really good articles about wine and a lot of the articles that we read come from there if they come from me. 
Um, <laughs> and I know we're wine, but uh, some of the beers on here, I would say like not. This first one sounds very good. Yeah, I, know. I really want to try it. They're probably closer on the, the cider end of, of beer. Which we all three seem to like a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So this first one is called Bell's Brewery Sparkleberry Ale. Sparkleberry! I know. It looks That's amazing. That's a fun word to say. Yeah. It's from Comstock, Michigan, and the ABV is 9%. So this Whoa. is a, a yeah. spicy beer. like Spicy? <laughs> yeah, meaning like it's... You it's going to kick your booty? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. It was launched at the Kalamazoo Pride. Quick, Were you there? No, but quick story. So when I was in high school... I really, when you had to like go through and start picking out colleges, I wanted to go to Kalamazoo just so I could live in Kalamazoo and say that I was from Kalamazoo because <laughs> I really liked the name. <laughs> oh my. So anyways, uh, this beer That's was originally launched at Kalamazoo Pride in 2013. Yeah, it's a Belgian style Trapel with raspberries and it won a bronze medal at the Great American Beer Festival in 2013, oh. which was right here in Denver. And I actually think I went that year, 2013, yeah. We did go that year. Did you try the Sparkleberry? Uh, I was probably too shit-faced to remember. (laughs) (laughs) What's the problem with the Great American... When does the voting happen and who votes? Oh, so you have to be a brewer, uh, which you can get tickets if you do homebrew. But yeah, they do that, I think, on Thursday. So all the voting and everything happens on Thursday. And then Friday and Saturday are like open to the public. All right, Amber. Okay, next we have the Big Alice Brewing Beer de Fiert, which is from Queens in Brooklyn, New York. The Beer de Fiert is queer-friendly in more ways than one. Um, A portion of the proceeds actually go to the NYC's Ally Forney Center, which is an organization that assists the LGBTQ homeless and displaced youth. Um, This beer is actually now its fourth iteration and aged in red wine barrels. Oh, this sounds right up my alley. Um, except for they do say that it's what Big Alice calls a lemongrass ginger Belgian triple, aka LGBT. Oh, I get it. Cute. Yeah, but I don't know about that. Yeah, the, I don't like the bottle though. It's not very. Um, does uh, it have appealing. fringe on it? It does because I think that's the lemongrass uh-huh. aspect of it. Um, I gotcha. don't really know, but that's what I'm guessing. So, our next one is the Brooklyn Brewery Stonewall Inn IPA. Ugh. It's from Brooklyn, New York. This bright and balanced season session session yep, IPA down. with Citra hops is available on draft and in Brooklyn brewery variety packs nationwide and in select markets abroad. Proceeds benefit the SIGBI, a nonprofit organization that aims to eliminate social intolerance affecting LGBTQ citizens around the world. Yeah, I don't like IPAs, but it no, looks like I. a cute. I mean, it has a rainbow on its sticker. Yeah, it's not as great as the first Sparkleberry beer. No. In appealing aspects. Mm. Oh. <laughs> uh, Ashley keeps getting all the fun ones. Yeah. You can do this one if you want. No, you can go. It's okay. Okay, this one's Circle Brewing <laughs> Fanny Pack Cole. Fanny Pack! It's from Austin, Texas. Of looks course. Amazing. And the can, do you want to describe the can? Oh my gosh, this can is amazing. It's kind of got like this, um, I mean, how would you describe that middle part? It's like a pink... Body, I don't hourglass? know. It's hourglass. Yeah. yeah. Hourglass. And it says fanny pack on the bottom, but in the middle, it's rainbow colors. And it says circle in the middle for circle brewing. Um, but it's very appealing. Like, it's kind of basic, but at the same time, like, it's really eye-catching. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about the flavor of the beer. However, yeah. the uh, don't they donate a dollar per case sold to Equality Texas, a nonprofit dedicated to LGBTQ advocacy in the Lone Star State. I'm Woo. totally writing this down, though. Whoa! Oh, don't read all of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, a lot. Okay, so this one is from Washington D.C. It's only got an ABV of four and a half percent. And it's the DC Brow Pride Pills uh, 2019. So this was launched as a special edition in 2017. Uh, so it's not a very, it's a pretty new wine or beer still. Um, but they've raised $23,750 for LGBTQ's focused charities. Um, and this year's label honors the LGBTQ activist and transgender icon, Marsha P. Johnson, um, who was pivotal in the 1969 Stonewall in Uprising and instrumental in the civil rights movement as a whole. Um, so the can is, um, it's yellow background, and then it has um, the transgender um, Marsha P. Johnson on the front of it with like a flower wreath kind of thing on her hair um, and like a pink dress. Yeah. So. But they don't really say much about the flavor in this one either. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> you might you might need to let Amber, Amber do you this must one do too. This next one. <laughs> okay, so I have been waiting for this beer to come in, and I'm like waiting for. Um, so you know about this? beer. I know about this beer, and this brewery is amazing, by the yeah. way. So it is the Dewclaw Brewing Unicorn Farts Glitter Beer, people. This beer has glitter in it. It's a sour beer, which most glitter beers are. It's from Baltimore, Maryland, um, with a 5.5% ABV. Uh, the can is blue with a unicorn on it, and um, it says sour me with, like, a little rainbow and unicorn farts coming out of the unicorn. It's great. Um, this potty mouth sour ale is brewed with glitter and fruity cereal in collaboration with Diablo Donuts. It combines tart, fruity notes with a biscuity finish and a portion of can sales benefit the Pride Center of Maryland. I Do you know when waiting. it's coming? So I don't know. Um, uh, what is the what is the total beverage? So total beverage has been waiting for it to come in. So I am. Kind Are of they actually of, going to? I hope they're going to call me. Okay. I want this beer so bad, and when it comes in, if I find it, oh my gosh, I'm so bringing it here, and we're all drinking it. I don't even like sour beers. But I, I am drinking this. So I'm pretty sure, yeah, they do. They have another. They have a beer called Sweet Baby Jesus. What? <laughs> this is, it, we've had this brewery a couple times when we've been up, um, up oh in that gosh. area. I need to go to Baltimore. Yeah, you do. The next one <sighs> is the Elysian. 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 I think it's Elysian. Okay, Brewing Glitterous Pride Ale. It's from Seattle, Washington. It has an ABV of 4.4%. It's available nationwide in June, which is now. Um, And it's made with blackberry and raspberry puree. Anheuser-Busch partnered with Queer Eye Star and LGBTQ advocate Jonathan Van Ness to promote the brand. As part of the promotion, Van Ness officiated the wedding of an LGBTQ couple at um, Elysian's um, recently renovated brew pub on June 4th, 2019. A portion of the proceeds of the Glitterous Pride sale go to Seattle Pride. And the can, look, it has a disco ball on it, and it has all the, like, reflections from the disco ball in the background in kind of, a, like, a rainbow color. Yeah, and the flavors sound kind of good. 
Made with blackberry and raspberry puree. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to go out and get that. Yeah, I know. See, oh. if you are not a beer fan, there are beers out there for you. Yeah. That See? you can try. Ashley, your bottle's so plain on this next well, one. It, oh. I feel like it's not an actual <laughs> bottle. They don't even have the ABV it's like label. It's right the Simpsons. Simpsons. <laughs> Simpsons. <laughs> I put an extra, like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it says flagship... This next one is flagship brewings. Alice Austin Clear Comfort. It's from Staten Island, New York. And it's a limited edition hibiscus pilsner, which was brewed in partnership with the Alice Austin House, also known as Clear Comfort, where New York photographer Alice Austin lived with her partner, Gertrude Tate, for nearly 30 years. Both the home and its... Oh, man, words. (laughs) Oh, really? Eponymous? Eponymous? That That sounds good. Good I job. think that's right. Just own it. Beer. Whatever <laughs> that means. Aimed to raise awareness of Austin's work and life, the house, now a museum, became a nationally designated LGBTQ historic site in June 2017. So not much about the beer, but yeah. um, it looks like it has a good story behind why it was created. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, loyal Brands Gay Beer. Very straightforward from Brooklyn, New York, with an ABV of 5%. Um, in the words of co founders and designers John Moore and Jason Pazmino, this gluten reduced golden lager is queer all year. So, brewed at Butternuts Beer and Ale in Garrettsville, New York, gay beer is currently available in select NYC Whole Food locations um, on the NYC Ferry as well as online through Tap Room, uh, Tap RM. A portion of the gay beer proceeds actually go to the LGBTQ advocacy groups each quarter and as gay beer, gay beer tells Vine Pear. Um, and the bottle is a little, it looks a little oldish to me. And like um, you would see. Very some, retro. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's the word I was looking for. It's blue with, um, and it says gay beer on it. And then it kind of has like a tie, like a um, bandana. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Words. Words are hard today, guys. <laughs> oh. The next one is the Old Bakery Beer Citrus Wheat Pride. That's a lot. Citrus and wheat. Um, It is from Alton, Illinois. It has an ABV of 4.7%. The can is white, and then it has a rainbow kind of like diamond thing in the center, and it just says citrus wheat. It's a limited edition version of Old Bakery's Beer's flagship citrus wheat ale launched in June 1st. So that was... Eight days ago, mm-hmm. in collaboration with St. Louis Effort for AIDS, as part of its Pride Month effort, the brewery will donate $2 from every case, along with $1 from every four-pack sold at the brewery. That's cool. Yeah. If you happen to be in the Illinois area. Yeah. This can is pretty <laughs> Are you okay over there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's a silver you, can with a... Yeah off-white background and then it looks like a little raspberry I with think wings. a hibiscus. Oh, that would make more sense since it's a hibiscus <laughs> kissed. That's just my gown. So oh. this next beer is Single Cut Beer Smith's Mighty Real Hibiscus IPA. Wow, maybe just read the name of the beer, Ashley. <laughs> it's fine. 5.6 ABV and was brewed in Queens, New York. This hibiscus kissed IPA available for a limited time donates 10% of proceeds to Cindy Lopper's True Colors United. The NYC nonprofit aims to alleviate LGBTQ youth homelessness in NYC and beyond. The beer will be available at Single Cut and at several events throughout June. Can I take a really sidebar for a second? So um, 
I go to New York very frequently, frequently for work. And one time I was there by myself and I happened to go to this restaurant and just kind of sit at the bar and I struck up a conversation with the woman next to me. And turns out she, I don't, I can't remember which one it was, but she worked for one of these nonprofits and she said that you would be shocked about how many homeless oh, yeah. children, really not children, I mean, teenagers to young adults are on the streets because of LGBTQ um, Oh yeah, like issues throughout out the way. So she was telling me all about this. So this is, if you can get out there and help support them, it's really a great cause. Yeah, and we do have uh, some listeners in New York where a lot of these breweries are. Right. Go get yourself some beer. Right. Uh. And the next one, also from New York in Brooklyn, uh, is the Threes Brewing Gender Neutral Beer. Um, so it comes in a can that has like a black background with some rainbow colorish um, lines on it. Very it, artistic looking. Yeah, Looks like a very zebra. artistic. Yes, a little bit. And, and it just says gender neutral on it. It's got an ABV of 4.5%. This is a pale lager with a lemon zest, launched in 2017 to promote gender equality. Um, so it's a very refreshing beer, is what it says, with a portion of proceeds benefiting the anti-violence project to protect the LGBT community and those affected by HIV. Um, help give back at three's events at both brand locations in Brooklyn. I feel like you need to go to New York. Yeah. Definitely. We do. And that's it. That's it. So those are some um, Taste the Rainbow yes. Pride beers. Thank you, Ashley, for sharing that. That is yeah. amazing. I'm going to have to find some of those beers. I wrote them down. you got to take that list to your total beverage. I yeah. know. Maybe? Yeah. Okay, now this is the portion of the show that doesn't have an actual topic, but I feel like we need to. It's like lawn boy stories oh, or something. God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I was looking at our Google Doc, and I'm like, what is this? And Amber's like, it's a Nick story. Yeah. So what's up with Nick this week? Oh, well, it's so... <laughs> what's up with Nick? What's up with Nick? <laughs> there you go. So earlier this week, Nick had a hankering for something sweet. So he decided to go to the grocery store, and um, he purchased some creamsicle popsicles, but he also purchased some fudgesicles. And so we're the horrible pet owner that, like, feeds your dog oh, food no. with you. Um, not all of it. Like, it's not like we make her a plate, but, you know, we'll give her, like, a piece of chicken or something. Um, so Nick's no opening judgments. opening his, yeah, like, little... Yeah, we do little, that, too. Yeah. You saw me. <laughs> They're just so cute. My dogs love fries. <laughs> So there, I'm in the kitchen. He's standing there opening his fudge skull, and Piper's staring at him with these looking eyes, like, please give me some of the fudge skull. Mm-hmm. Nick looks at me and he says, Fudge skulls aren't made with chocolate, right? Oh my. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I was like, Nick, what do you think fudge is made with? And he's like, I don't know, fudge? No, that would be chocolate. Fudge is made of chocolate. So fudge skulls also made with chocolate, being that they're also brown and taste like chocolate <laughs> what was his response to your answer and he was like oh yeah he kind of felt silly didn't he he did a little bit <laughs> did he feed the fudgicle to piper he did not oh no set to set to piper's demise demise to her disappointment yeah why am i struggling with words today i don't know you would think not having a work day ahead of this <sighs> oh my gosh I don't know. It's because your brain just relaxes. Yeah, oh, it's like kinda... vocabulary cut in half. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty rough. So that was my fun uh, Nick story for the week. Well, thank you. 
Yeah. And he loves when you share. Like he not does. being sarcastic. No. He actually Yeah, does. he likes it. Um and that's a he's a trooper. He is. Maybe not a good driver, but a trooper. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. I would ride with him again after some Xanax. <laughs> Kidding, Nick. Kind Kidding. of. I was gonna say. <laughs> <Are No. you? laughs> oh goodness. Uh, so are we all millennials? So I believe that we are actually technically we're considered millennials, but they are creating a subgroup now for those that are early in the millennials. Which um, is me. Yeah, which is I think all three of us. I think I'm actually definitely a young. millennial. Um, but it's, I know that you two or you and I are on. I'm at the very like because I'm the oldest millennial possible. Well, there's because <sighs> there's been so many complaints about those of us that were born in like the late 70s, early 80s about being loped. I was in. born in the 80s. Do not put me in the 70s. The millennial age group starts yeah. in the 70s. I know, but it seems so much older. <laughs> Does it? I thought it was like 1980 no. was the first. So there's been a little bit there's, of a confusion. I've seen it several different ways. Yeah. I know that 81 is me. Yeah. And, and I'm 83. Is a millennial. And so people have been complaining. So they like created like a subcategory or they started to for those of us that were born in the early years. Because we don't typically fall in. Like I find myself not falling into these. Yeah. Um, general generalizations um, that well, it's they're like using the for a lot of millennials. Largest group. It's like the yeah. largest age range of any like generation group that they've talked about. Well, yeah, because I think they were even including up to my sister. Yeah, yeah. But it's she was insane. born in two thousand. Yeah, that's why most of us born in the eighties are really irritated. So my husband sent me this article. The reason I asked is because this this next topic has to do with millennials, quote unquote. So my husband sent me this article because um, he and I fight. Not fight. We don't fight. But we, he doesn't agree with my reaction to when the doorbell rings. <laughs> <laughs> because if the doorbell rings, I will. we have the ring doorbell system. So I can open it up and see if I know the person. If I don't, mm-hmm. I don't answer the door. Yeah, um, and yeah I agree time, with that. I was sitting on the floor in the living room. He was sitting on the couch in the living room. And if you were to be looking in our, our the window by the door, you could see his head. But the doorbell rang. I opened up a ring. I was like, I don't know who that is. I'm not answering. He didn't have pants on. He had underwear, but not pants. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not answering it. You need to answer it. And I was like, no, I, I don't know this person. They're not looking in the window. He's like, they can see me. I was like, no, they can't because they're not looking in the window. It's just one of those salespeople. They're just having to ring every doorbell, probably count. Okay, I did this house. I did this house. And he, yeah, he almost answered the door without <laughs> pants on because he was like, I <laughs> don't should understand have. you. He, he should, should have. have. Just to be like, um, I don't think you need to come back here. And before the ring doorbell, I just wouldn't answer the door. I don't answer the door. And one time, one of my girlfriends was there bringing me food because I was stressed out about work and working really late hours and I guess I whined to her and she felt bad and brought me food and I did not mean to um but like I happened to like peek around the corner it was eight o'clock at night and I see her and I was like oh so I almost missed her she's like I knew you were home I'm like I don't answer the door <laughs> and Steve just thinks I'm so weird. You don't either. Yeah. Oh, at, like if I don't know them or I'm not expecting somebody you can leave the package and and right. I'll I'll come out and get it when you're gone. Yeah, yeah. Because as someone that is home alone quite a bit, I don't want. You've oh, heard yeah. the horror stories. Oh, 
I mean, we are true crime yeah, junkies. True crime but junkies. thankfully, I have an, I, I shouldn't say that out loud on a podcast. I have an amazing neighborhood. Everyone's watching. They know when I leave. They know when I come. Well, like, and you have ring doorbell. I know. But I just, I don't want people to think about me living alone. And You have a ferocious dog to protect you. Oh, such a ferocious dog. Yeah. Anyway, so I guess and, this is a trend. Yeah. <laughs> what? I was going to say. And I believe say, in the Second Amendment. I, <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to say. Speech? Which weapons everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. Second Amendment. Okay. You're right. I'm like, wait. <laughs> you just read my mind. I was going to say knives and then you went guns and yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she knows how to defend herself, people. Right. Yeah. I have taken concealed carry classes every year. Um, anyway, so someone on Twitter tweeted um, back on, it was only a week ago. Can someone write an article on millennials killing the doorbell industry by texting here? So the thing that started this discussion is I guess a lot of people, they don't answer the doorbell if they, they're not expecting someone. So instead of ringing the doorbell, you just text, here, I'm here. I agree with that, though, because I kind of have a little bit of anxiety when I go to someone's yes. house about yeah. ringing a doorbell. Yeah, I, you notice I always knock. Right. And I only do it because of the ring doorbell. So that's why I ring your doorbell. Otherwise, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I think... I think it's because I get anxious when my doorbell rings. So to ring someone else's doorbell passes my anxiety onto that person. So somebody, uh, there have been a couple articles now talking about the doorbell and the millennials. And I I read one. It wasn't this one, but um, it was like, doorbell is so aggressive. If you have a sleeping dog or even a cat sometimes or a baby, I, yeah, same thing. Sleeping husband. Yeah, you don't want to wake that bear. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> right? Oh. So, s- doorbells seem to be archaic nowadays. Yeah. Well, and I see that, like, there is, like, a little comment down here where it talks about how this person's mad because people are texting here from potentially the comfort of their car if they're picking someone up or from the front door. So, I mean, I guess I could kind of see the annoyance at the front door, but not really. But also, right. if you're picking somebody up, why wouldn't you text here? It's less no- obnoxious than honking your horn. Right. Yeah, you all know. Oh, yeah, my, you do not honk your horn. No. My neighbor, their child oh, gets picked up, yeah. and the person who picks them up honks their horn no. every single time. And I'm like, that disturbs everybody in the neighborhood. Right? Or Don't honk your horn. nights. There's so many people that work nights. Yeah. yeah. And I, it was in this article that it, it said that there's so many doorbells out there that are broken and have been broken for more than 10 years because they don't want it fixed. Well, but also, like, there's so many solicitors now. Like, there's so, so many people coming many. door to door. Even when you have the sign that says, no, I, I don't need solicitation. Right? I know. We have a sign on our door that says, uh, no soliciting unless you have wine or tacos. Seriously, don't ring the doorbell. Don't make it awkward. Yes, that's that is hilarious. Perfect. I bought one of those. I'm just too, like, something similar that's yeah. funny like that. If it, it's like, I don't know, we're saved. <laughs> we don't need <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah. If Unless you have beer, just go ahead and turn around. Right. Um, but I'm too afraid to put that on my window. <laughs> I'm just, because I don't think they'll actually read it. Yeah, they probably won't. Yeah. They'll just, I mean, they do still ring our ring, doorbell, so. Ring. This this tweet made me laugh. Ringing a doorbell is like a voice call at this point. It's either an elderly relative or some kind of scam. Oh yeah. And I don't mind. I'm expect when I'm expecting you guys. I don't mind you ringing my doorbell because I do have the app that will let right. me know. And now it's connected to my Amazon. Mm, yeah. Um. 
But the random, like, if you were to randomly show up at my house, yeah, I, I would be annoyed. Yeah. That's why I would text you to make sure that you because knew I was coming. Because we're millennials. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I knew one of you were going to say that. So I just wanted to share that. Yeah. <laughs> I like the person that says someone needs to make a doorbell that texts someone to let you know you're there. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That would be so perfect. And ring phase two. Yeah. Um, so this week we aren't going to be doing the typical Tuesday podcast. We're moving it to Wednesday because sports. Yeah. Stupid sports. They have taken over Monday night, and so The Bachelorette will now air on Tuesday. Yeah, so some just wanted NBA to share finals. that tidbit. We are going to do our typical Bachelorette podcast just a day later. So speaking of sports. Ashley? <laughs> oh, I I had this article earlier in the week, but we got sidetracked with wine and Bachelorette. So mm-hmm. I know you are not much of a sports person, but I saw this article and I thought it was awesome. Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster took a teenage fan to prom after his date bailed on him. So he like direct messaged him on Instagram and he ended up buying him a matching suit. So the two showed up in matching velour. Where's the photo? Oh, I think keep going. I was trying to read. Velvet. Sorry. Matching velvet tuxes. Yeah. And the cool thing about this is, is that, okay, when you think of sports, you usually think of like overly macho guys and guys who are only in it because they're good at something and want to make money. Um, But if you keep reading through this article and you look up some more about Juju Smith-Schuster, he actually does a ton for his local community. He's only 22 and he's out there giving away free tennis shoes and he raises money for charity events and um, he just does a lot in his community. And I think it's a great showing of a 22-year-old who is able to think outside the box of just himself and his paycheck and be able to give back to the community. That's cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's made regular appearances in the off-season at local nursing homes, hosting a water balloon fight at a park, and giving away shoes at an Adidas store. Very cool. Yeah. That is a good sports story. Yeah, see, I knew you were going to like it. <laughs> Janet's like, sports. What's sports doing Why is on this here? Our Google Doc? <laughs> this is two girls and a bottle of wine. <laughs> we don't yeah. talk sports. Two boys see, and a hockey puck. Look, guys, you have changed me so much. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because it's a positive sports thing. Got it. I didn't include the article about the player who got convicted of killing his wife see yeah and do you remember the article that she first the first or second like episode she was on that she (laughs) wanted to talk about oh no i don't i don't remember memory (laughs) it was about sex trafficking oh yeah oh yeah it got really heavy yeah you're like no you're not allowed to do that we try and keep it light and fluffy yeah like cotton candy (laughs) and unicorn fart so i mentioned we we had our business meeting today and we were talking about like how we can boost the podcast and and try and like get us out there and amber's like you know facebook isn't really somewhere that's viable (laughs) well and i feel like even for me like i have stopped going on facebook like i go onto facebook and i end up having like 35 notifications because i turned off all my notifications for facebook see i didn't i yeah and so i go through and clear them no i have no badges that come up i do get notified if someone like comments on my wall or something like that or post the link still do that yeah on your birthday (laughs) <laughs> oh. or like someone will see something that either involves coffee wine or unicorns or glitter um oh i have posted some stuff yeah and so they'll like post stuff on my wall to you yeah about those things yeah so but 
a lot of people tend to be spending a lot less time on Facebook. And so I happened to come across this article a couple weeks ago where it talks about the decline of Facebook. Um, but it also talks about the decline of Instagram and Snapchat. But Instagram and Snapchat still seem to be more relevant than um, Facebook. So I don't know what the next thing is going to be. But I just found this very interesting. Well, it looks like but it doesn't. They're predicting. Yeah, I'm reading Instagram this right now, and I'm like, wait a minute. Facebook's higher than Instagram and Snapchat. Yeah. But if you notice, it looks like Instagram's trending up. Snapchat's kind of staying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even, and then Facebook is slowly dwindling down. Yeah. So and it you, is a decline. When I also saw another article that was posted a couple months ago. Where it talked about um, users ages 18 to 29, a lot of them are actually deleting the Facebook app. And they tend to. Because their parents are on it. Well, and it's that. that. But it's also, I feel like Facebook has become a platform to be extreme. Not that Instagram hasn't, but I feel like you can say a lot more on Facebook these days than you can say on Instagram or Snapchat, or you're less likely to do it, I guess. Yeah. and I feel like I like seeing the pictures of people's lives, even if it's just a selfie. It's like, hey, you know what? There they are. I love selfies. Right? As opposed to just, like, talking about whatever is going on. on like, I keep blocking people on Facebook from my newsfeed because I got sick of talking, hearing them. You know, but. it's so funny how selfies came about because I definitely remember taking photos of me and my friends back in the day when we had the digital camera. Before it was called a selfie, the only difference is is that you couldn't see yourself taking the photo. You still did it the exact same way. Yeah, but sometimes it was really bad. That's why (laughs) there were no filters. And And no filters. And then you had the actual film. Yeah. Does that that exist anymore? I think so. I've seen disposable cameras at stores. Yeah, when you go like to tourist traps oh sure they still exist i found a disposable camera in our garage yesterday and i'm like should i go develop it yes, like you should. Yes, babe. it's not mine it's steve's oh, oh you should do it that like even uh, more reason yeah i <laughs> find out what he was taking pictures of like a year so, 10 years ago i found like dishes with his ex-wife's name on it i'm like dear god he has not cleaned out this garage in ages oh my gosh so when we were cleaning out um cleaning up some of the stuff from uh grammy's house nick's grandma Uh um i was helping out and i was cleaning this room and i was just looking at some stuff to try and see if it was able to be thrown away or what it was and i found this picture nick is probably going to kill me um i brought this picture out and i was like nick were you engaged before so he was oh. not. He was not. But oh. it was this these pictures of him and his like ex girlfriend that like somebody made him take, and I can't remember who they were, but they looked like engagement photos. Like he's like standing with her in like those like prom photos with his like arms around her, and they're like in this field. And oh my god, wow. I was like, oh, what is this? What? <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so you should definitely take that camera in because it could be great. Awesome. <laughs> so let's let's jump into the. Uh, are we good? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's cool. Now I'm like wondering what's on that camera. I'm like yeah. a little distracted. <laughs> and if I remember where the camera is, because I I saw it and I was like, temptation, run away. <laughs> is that bad? No. No, you just drop it off and be like, I thought it'd be fun. Until, you know, what the photos come... It, it probably no, depends on what the photos maybe are. Maybe it's not something I want to see. So, he probably doesn't even remember he has it. You... Well, unless he listens. 
He definitely doesn't listen. Okay. Um, and I don't think he... Re- he doesn't remember stuff like that. He'll be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But how many disposable cameras did we all have back in the day? Oh, a million. Yeah. So I'm sure there are many. still ones, like, floating around somewhere. Oh, oh definitely. Yeah. You know something we haven't done in a while is what are you listening to? Oh, yeah. Have you guys prepared for this? Um, I didn't write it down, but I do know what I've been listening to. What have you been yeah, listening to? Yeah, I do, too. So... Podcasts. I found um, a new podcast recently called The Shrink Next Door. <gasps> yeah. I was going to listen to that. I've how been is listening it? to it. It's pretty good. It's just very interesting to hear how uh, vulnerable people can be and how they get sucked into something and how horrible a therapist can be. Like, I mean, it, I feel like if it had been me, right away I would have been like, you are not a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, but is, it's very interesting. Uh, is it a week? It's a weekly podcast, right? It is. That's the only reason I hadn't started it. There's only six episodes, and the sixth one will be coming out this week. So I've listened to the first five, um, and it is about a psychiatrist who basically takes advantage of his um, uh, clients. Um, but he takes advantage of them in the most crazy ways. Um, and you just, it happens in New York. You just, I, you just wouldn't think of it to ever have happened. Um, so it's very interesting to kind of hear them kind of go through it. So that's the podcast that I've been listening to. So when it comes to the podcast I've been listening to, um, I've discovered Helen gone. Have we already talked about that one? I don't think so. No. Oh, good. It's a crime podcast. And I have been binging the last two days and it's hosted by this girl and they're looking into this murder that happened in Arkansas in oh, 2004. Ooh. Might have to download it's that. It's been very good. Also, the Bachelor podcast, I know I've mentioned it before, but now that we're back in Bachelorette season and we're getting ready to kick off Bachelor in Paradise, they are awesome. They're like an edgy... The Bachelor? The Bachelor. Bachelor. B-E-T-C-H. Okay. I've heard about them. Yes, they're great. And one of the hosts, I think, uh, he definitely was on um, a season of the... He was on a Bachelorette. He was one of the guys. Oh, really? His name's Derek. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then I also forgot. Oh. I also found... I This is not a Janet probably podcast. Okay. <laughs> but I'm it's, putting earmuffs on. <laughs> it's called Burning in Hell. Oh, and it's um, a woman named Hannah Burner, who apparently used to be a tennis uh, player, or she was in competitive tennis, something like that. Um, but she, it's pretty, every episode is a little bit different, but just to give you a, a little um, interesting, I don't know. The last yeah. episode of this last week was called Buttholes and Blowies. Oh. So, um, and like there's a huge warning on it that says graphic sexual content. I'm good. And so... <laughs> They definitely go into um, different sexual preferences and what it's like um, because her guest is um, one of her really good friends who's a gay man who actually runs the Instagram page, um, the the something bum. Oh, my gosh. I can't remember what it is. The Traveling Bum. Hmm. But it's actually a web page where it's an Instagram page where um, men are allowed to actually come out as being gay. And so it's like their stories. So it is their naked butts. But it's a story about them being out. And he started it before he ever came out to anybody. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he was anonymous for an entire year. And then um, he decided that he was going to come out. There was a conversation he had with somebody. So his whole family and everybody he knew found out that he was gay after, like, this national article came out. Hmm. Wow. And his Instagram That's was intense. revealed. Yeah. 
So good for him though. It was a really good episode to listen to, but I, I, I don't recommend it, Janet. <laughs> because of the not, graphic nature, not, not, not because to of Janet. The, yeah, the topic. Yeah, because that's great, but it's not something I would enjoy right. watching. I don't want people to think I'm like. Oh yeah, no anti. No, 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 no. It was more the graphic content of because she talks about like her sex life as well, mm-hmm. um, and some of her other episodes go pretty in deep too. But she also does. At the end of every episode, she does the seven deadly sins, mm-hmm. and so she names the seven deadly sins, and the co or the uh, guest has to say something that he's been le- they've been gluttonous for or, um, you know, prideful prideful of or something like that. So it's kind of interesting. Hmm. I have a couple. Okay, go. <laughs> so first of all, just a quick side note: the podcast that we all listen to and really like to live and die in LA, oh, they're yeah. going to do a season two. They are. So Neil Strauss, yeah, it's a different case. Okay. And I think it drops this next Friday, so. which can be touchy. In the past, like I'll yeah. be all yeah. like, "Woo!" and then they come out with a second episode or a second season, and you're like, hmm. "Yeah, um, I do agree with that." However, I think he's a great journalist. Yeah. So he is good. I would be willing to listen to anything. Give it a try. Just a heads up if you liked that podcast. The other one I started listening to or I listened and finished was The Dropout. And it's the one about Elizabeth Holmes. So good. And Theranos. And it was so good and so crazy. And I just couldn't believe certain things happened along the way. It's one of those podcasts that really makes you think about people's psyche. And what is truth? What is reality? Is your reality different from someone else's reality? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it was a, a thinker. It was a really good podcast. And I started listening to the one you guys talked about, which was Crime Junkie. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And it's okay. I'm, See, I, I feel love like the way she tells. Do I know. you listen I, to Moms and Murder? I don't like her companion, Britt, or I think she doesn't her talk name. that much. Yeah. It's everything feels so scripted to me. Mm. It's it's like uh, overly acted and I think that's why I don't think she necessarily does a bad job telling it, but I will say there was she I listened to the one that she did about the New Mexico um West Mesa murder who obviously I know that case pretty in depth because that mm-hmm. happened in my hometown and my mom thought she knew the murder and et cetera, et cetera. And she got some of the facts wrong. And because oh. of yeah, so because of that, I started questioning. I was like, oh, how much research is she actually doing on this? And so, that was the one that Britt did all by herself, right? No, no, no. Or Ashley? Ashley did it, and then Britt was just this. Sorry, so two separate comments. It made me question Ashley's authenticity behind some of the stuff that she's researching, but I just can't stand Britt. Everything she says, I feel like, is scripted. Huh. I feel like she's overacting and everything. Interesting. But all in all, I, I don't think it. it's an okay podcast. Oh, see, and I love it. And I, I had to delete the My Favorite Murder from my... Yeah, they're... I they couldn't get do way too on topics, at, yeah. like tangents. I really have to be in the mood to sit down and listen to two hours of them talking. Yeah, I had to I had to back it off. I mean, their they're podcasts are never factual. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about music? We haven't done music in ages. We have not done music. And there's so, a lot of new music that's happening. Um, I am obsessed with the Jonas Brothers Sucker song. Have oh. you heard this song? I have. 
Yes, I'm, I'm not a Jonas person. I am not either, but for some reason, so I think part of it is because they always play it before the on the video screens mm-hmm. in the cycle bar class since um, one of my classes before I come in. So it's kind of like our pump up song. So I kind of like it, but I also like love the video, and I don't, I don't know. There's just something about it that I'm obsessed with. It I can't stop listening. That's awesome. Yeah. How about you, Ashley? Have you heard the Edge, the new Ed Sheeran, Justin Bieber song? Yes. I have not. I watched it on YouTube. Oh, I really like it. It's really good. Um, I, f- I feel like I heard some of it, and then I wasn't, it didn't catch me right away. So I was like, eh, I stopped listening. Oh, I don't know why it's not here. I, it's I It's totally on the top. I can't remember the name of it. I don't, yeah. It's been a while. It's It's been out for a minute. Maybe that's why. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that's just how long it's been since we've talked about music. <laughs> we haven't in a long time. Have you listened to Thomas Rhett's new CD, Center um, Point Road? Yeah. What I really like it. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, Luke Combs has a new EP out <laughs> called The Prequel. Have you listened to that? I don't think so. Okay. It's, I haven't listened to that one it's yet. It's good. No. Um, Chase Rice has a new song out, Lonely If You Are. I saw that on your, was that on your Instagram the other day? Yes. And then in addition to that, Josh Grayson has a new single out, Lucky Stars. That's what I'm listening to. Nice. Of Monsters and Men has a new song out. Yay! (laughs) I'm going to their concert in September, so I've been like catching up. Billy Ray Cyrus has a new album out. Crickets. I've only heard the one song, but that's the one with him and Little Nas, Little Nas, X. Nas X. Yeah. Little Nas X. Yeah, I'm sure Billy Ray was like, oh, I'm on fire right now. I should drop a new album. And that album's okay. <laughs> yeah. Albums really aren't what they were. Because no, that's why so many people are dropping the EPs. EPs are like usually like extended play. Four to six right. tracks rather than like the LPs, which are like 12 to 15. Yeah. So... I also downloaded, like, the Hunter Hayes. He had a couple new songs. Because I Hunter Hayes hasn't made any music, I feel like, in a really long time. That's true. But I'm not a huge fan of the songs. They all are remixes. Mm. And I don't know. I didn't like it. Ooh. Do you like guys like Miley? Yes. I love her mother's daughter song. Yes. It's so good. That's the number one on You were asking about that last my, podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, like, number one on my, like, I listen, listen to, to right now. I haven't listened to it's really good. Actually, the whole album's pretty good. Yes. Which I'm rarely an album listener, but mm-hmm. it, the album's really good. Unless I love the artist. I've been in so many podcasts lately that I just don't listen to music like I... It's been hard, yeah. Thankfully, like, this is something that I realize, like, Instagram is how I find out what new music is happening. Because I oh, follow yeah. my favorite artists, and they'll post there. Other than that, it's not like I'm listening to radio. I'm not, you know, going on to Apple Music to yeah. see what's new all the time because it, it, no. there's so much. Yeah, I did do it this week. That's how I ended up getting some of these songs is because I was like, I haven't listened to music in forever. Mm-hmm. So I went and started searching and I went and downloaded the Jake Owen song. Um, good song. It's a really good song. And I had to download the Sucker song from mm-hmm. the Jonas Brothers. But yeah, I've mostly been an all up in podcast central. Me too. Trying to catch up on all the ones I haven't listened to. It's hard. It's so hard. I have unsubscribed to some. Not any that I've shared, just some of the mediocre ones that I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Positive poly moment. Didn't you have a positive poly moment? I do. And I created it all by myself. 
I, right before the podcast, I was posting a selfie, and the quote on my shirt, the only piece of it that showed was messy. So I just started rambling, and this is what I came up with. Life is messy, but if you have the right people around you, the messy fades into the background of this sweet adventure. Aww. Yes. That's cute. That was good. By Janet Blair, or Janet McGrew. Janet Blair McGrew. That's my full name. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if you hyphened or not. I couldn't remember. No, no, I did not. My last name went to my middle name. So my full name is Janet Blair McGrew. Oh, damn it. Why didn't I do that? Yeah. I I hate my middle name. Yeah, me too. I should have never told Nick, and then Nick wouldn't even know my middle name. (laughs) I liked my middle name, but I had Blair for 30-something years that I couldn't let it go. I hate my middle name. I'm not going to be able to get rid of Belden. You've had it for so long. When you get married later than your early 20s, I feel like it's hard. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to get rid of it. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Well, we'll be back in just a few days with the new yeah. Bachelorette recap and much, much more. Oh, yes. And we'll post the YouTube video in the next week or so. Yep. No problems. <laughs> I always am so bad at posting it right away, and I hope you guys don't hate me for it. No. I'll be, like, sitting there on Friday after we recorded it on, like, Saturday and be like, oh, crap, I got to post that. <laughs> but maybe, maybe I'll do it after you guys leave today. We'll see. Meh. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Listen. Subscribe, rate, review, comment, comment, slide into our DMs with appropriateness. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll be back very soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. You found us once, but can you find us again? You can listen to us on Podbean, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher. All of our links can be found on Tumblr and Blogspot. Thanks, and we'll see you again soon.